1: to the crypto corner this is the crypto hipster Jamil Hassan here where I interview founders thought leaders experts entrepreneurs globally in crypto and blockchain and for this uh welcome to season three and today's guest is a long uh a long time friend in crypto uh since 2017. um he and I go back uh you know with some pot for, with some uh press releases, businesses and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, the guy's a good friend. Um, so please welcome my guest today. Um, Paulius Stankovicious, who is the founder of the Stankovicious consulting group, uh, Paulius, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy for introduction. Um, yeah, it's nice, nice to get back and talk with you again. It's been a long time. Uh, yeah, I'm happy I'm on your podcast and uh, I'm looking forward to discuss different topics about blockchain and the industry what's happening in these days.
1: So first question to kick things off is is this, what is your background? And is it a logical background for what you're doing now?
2: Um, My background is just, uh, you know, just a simple entrepreneur, but I'm uh, focusing on different industries at the same time. Marketing, tech, trading mainly this now a little bit of healthcare because COVID and everything. So there's a lot of business opportunities. Um, but if we're going back like five, six years ago, when I started like media business, um, that's when we met, um, so I'm like heavily into media business and in connection to that very closely with crypto, because a lot of crypto companies, uh, back in the days, they needed a lot of media. But then the market developed and the media did not sort of like burst it into something huge but then there was uh, crypto trading what was happening next and um then i basically switched on the crypto trading a little bit and developed from there and um yeah then if we're looking into crypto trading deeper and deeper then um the algorithm algorithms came out and um you have all these automated solutions where like you know clients invest money and then they get like passive income and it's actually like it was very difficult in the, in the beginning but then um since like technology developed more and more and um yeah so from media into tech algos trading um yeah that's my sort of background and um if it's relevant yeah so when i'm i was actually just uh, recently putting some new presentations for 2022 and um i see now that my firm has been like you know advancing through different stages from media and tech and trading and all these cryptos and everything and how all the, how how well all these things relative so basically um if i'm putting all the things into one if like if i would have um if i would describe my company let's say you know one word i would kind of call it like Maybe not a media company or not a trading company, but sort of like maybe um, more like into like investment banking sector, but not an investment bank, but something like alternative investment banking, because we're covering media fully. We have full um, influencing power to, you know, control a lot of audience. Uh, We have ability to connect investors and we already have very large access to like VCs, venture capital, hedge funds, all these, you know um interesting people and uh, capital from different countries so we already have that uh we have ability to trade uh, with algos and like invest and get money out um so if we put all these things together it kind of like you know um brings very similar features like to invest on bank and uh, we had clients recently in the last let's say two years where we helped companies to actually go like public you know uh, through media, through investor relations, through different, you know, um, advertising and things, especially with, within the crypto sector, uh, exchange relations and th- and things like that. So, yeah. So the business developed from the me- from the media into like, you know, helping companies to go like, you know, like public and involve a lot of cash flow and managing a lot of like revenues and. Um, like become like more like interesting you know on the bigger picture so that's basically i think where we are heading like into sort of like financial services in the next maybe two years
1: great and so you're currently in dubai and um originally you came there came there from finland um and you are uh you're a russian were who living was living in finland and move over to dubai right uh so what was that transition like from moving from Finland to Dubai and and the things go seamlessly and smoothly uh, it's actually very easy
2: because um since I was uh, studying in university and before that I used to travel a lot and especially during my university years I'd been like basically like all over Asia and Middle East many many times and um, I knew that after I finished university I had to have to get out because in scandinavia and finland the opportunities in terms of business is like kind of limited you cannot do too much like you can do things but then there are limits until where you can actually like grow because the country does not have the capacity to allow you to grow bigger so you have to get out um yeah then uh then i went to middle east but for the middle east i went for the it was start of the COVID, and it was the start of um medical equipment trading and i thought there was an opportunity and i remember i had an early client from sweden and we did a deal we went to india in january no it was um february 2020 and we had some you know face mask and this and that and then all the people i knew from the media industry and from crypto they're like what are you doing trading face masks?" you know but now over two years we built a company here in dubai we're like over 30 million USD in revenue. Um, where this year we're going to be 50 million and, uh, within next years we're thinking to go public. So this is what COVID business actually brought in, in Dubai, you know, like totally different, um, totally different, um, sector, but it's actually very interesting. And, um, yeah. And during COVID, I think Dubai is like maybe the best place to be in, or like the United Arab Emirates, because it's like, you know, not so closed everything's still open um like you're not so limited like in other countries you can go outside and stuff like that uh i mean in the beginning in 2020 it was uh you know there was some lockdowns and stuff but it was like very short compared like to other countries so it's still pretty easy here
1: awesome awesome so you created a blueprint and, and i wanted and i wanted to make that determination you know Background, because of the the going public, uh, it's called going public in crypto, which is very different than what going public in crypto looks like in the U.S. And we'll touch on that later a little bit. Um, but you have a roadmap. Um, so there's th- there's three stages of the roadmap. It ties into your media uh, experience. It ties into investment banking. Uh, I'd like to walk through what that is. There's three different stages. So we can start, I guess, with with stage one. How does that work? Um, what goes on in those different stages, um, and then we'll walk through the blueprint.
2: Um, yeah. So, if let's say, um, if there was a company, traditional, non-traditional, any company, whatever company, and they'd be like, okay, like maybe we should take a company in public. Okay, first of all, the question is like, why do you take a company public? Because you need capital. If you're gonna go traditional way, and if you have an SME, small company, you cannot take SME public. It's very hard. I mean you can take public on small regional for example in dubai uh if your company is something like uh, under 20 million uh revenue you can take it public in dubai for example uh but um it's still not easy and uh yeah it's not easy and um let's say if your company is maybe you don't even have a company and you just want to go public from the beginning so it's like you know complicated but like when we have this crypto space uh listing on exchange is easy marketing is like different and there's no no accounting you know bureaucracy like you have in traditional business so it just makes so much things much much easier and um yeah so for example if like let's say there's a company and they want to go public so it's like it's like very easy like um how we do it typically um we just do a very simple sort of like a teaser PR campaign um talking about like okay there's this company they're thinking like you know go public or something um they are doing this project this and that like very simple simple you know probably nobody even gonna care in the beginning like you know we're just gonna build some um uh, basic um uh, basic uh google results because also what we're focusing a lot is um uh, building a very strong google presence so not necessarily from beginning people gonna check you know the project or the company but later on when the project is going to get like you know a bit on a higher level um then people going to go go back to the google search they're going to do a lot of research and then they're going to see when this um the whole thing started so when they're going to scroll down the dates and they're going to see that okay it was actually six months ago they announced it or like three months ago announced it like it's been developments you know it's not like you know they go online and they read like okay they launched yesterday like okay maybe I should not invest. So we start you know from like you know um early stage and then we go go go. So the whole thing can take maybe like you know half a year. Uh I think maybe between half a year to maybe like nine months. That's like something like you know logical um depending on the case. But let's say for the first two, three months you can actually do like very small PR things and um yeah you know prepare your website prepare the token prepare the documentation, white paper, uh, tokenomics, put the team together, you know, something very simple Um, and minimally presentable. Then for the next three months, um, can actually start connecting to, you know, like uh, some uh, influencers in the industry on uh, social media or an actual media, Um, you know, then push content through influencers. Then at the same time, at this time you already have uh, most likely like, you know, um, ready white paper, maybe some, you know, advanced presentation. Maybe, uh, you maybe have some sort of like technical MVP or MVP or something, probably not, but maybe something you can, you can show. So then we can also, you know, connect to investors. So we connect investors, VCs, all investors, all countries, like everything, because, um, you know, like, there are some companies that are like, okay, we want only from this country or from this country. We're based only in, let's say in Kuwait. And we only want investors from like middle East, but uh, you have to be open-minded because uh, the industry is um, very international. So even if you're let's say located in area one, you maybe have an investor who is perfect for you from some, you know, Asia or China or us. So, you know, um so basically connect worldwide to investors and then uh bring them present the project see if you can close anything before um the public sale so try to push the pr- private sale a little bit um and then yeah and then um uh, prepare the con- coin and um yeah try to push basically the coin on the private sale and um yeah of course have to think which uh blockchain the coin should be on and um think about what the product is in general depending on what you're developing now for example there are a lot of um, play to earn games and uh, when it comes to play to earn and nfts you actually have to think very deeply because also here in dubai we have you know company and everything like we're also doing nfts and play to earn games for like some projects um but then like uh in the beginning this might not seem like a relevant question but then later on it becomes actually a headache so you have to actually think which blockchain you're using for example if you're just uh in terms of development let's say okay if you take a uh, binance smart chain for example you might be able to develop a prototype very simple and very easy and maybe cheaper uh than, like ethereum for example if you're developing the game on the blockchain but then later on when you're scaling like you will you won't be able to scale too much on like for example solana because um, there are not enough developers for this blockchain. So you have to really think about the whole business picture. And when we come in, for example, for whatever project, when a client is talking about their project, we analyze their project, we actually like, you know, um, sit down and like, think like, okay, like, is this good for you? Um, And then we find all the problems and then we discuss all the problems and then we recommend all, you know, best, best, um, best scenarios of like, blockchains um strategies methods so you know so this we do basically on the on the second stage which is basically after like two to three and um and then we also prepare a campaign um pr and advertising campaign for pre-launch so once we connect investors once the coin is ready we have influencers in place then we start pushing some content before the launch and um and uh yeah so we just like you know do a lot of like articles and advertising um and yeah the last stage is basically listing so you know um just uh listing on exchange um there are many many different strategies many different ways how to do it properly uh many people just you know make coin and put it on pancake swap and then get nothing because pancake swap first of all requires liquidity and this liquidity you have to bring in yourself and if you if you just make a coin and put it on pancake swap without any liquidity you will not be able to trade nothing so you at least have to bring you know money inside the pancake swap by yourself so this is where you need the investors in the beginning to use their money to make the liquidity and then when you go to exchange you have this um, volatile charts you know and usually a, typically a new coin when you put it on exchange it's not moving. It's like, just like a line, stable line. So we make a uh, market making, we do market making consulting and we create some lines movements regular. So for example, we basically make the perfect picture. We put it on exchange. we make the best looking PR and advertising ever. And when people come in, they see a fully uh, functioning, nicely stock image, which is like, you know, going up going down but within a very good limit so it's not like volatile or anything it just shows that it's alive and then people just come in you know they believe it and then they buy and sell you know so this is basically market making and after this in the very end again we do a pr campaign so we don't want to just like you know if we just put it live on exchange and just leave it it probably not a best idea just to leave it. you have to still do one more push you know so again, do some PR, do some uh, advertising. Have to maintain, uh, and then again do the influencers. So when you reach the level, it's um, it's one thing, but to maintain it is another thing. And um, sometimes companies just like you know, okay, we get listed, and then they just leave it, and then they die because people think like, okay, like nothing happening. Like what is this? So people then start selling. So maintaining is always important. Um, it's always like in business, when you read something, you feel like, okay, good. Then you stop doing something and then you not stop maintaining and then you're losing, so you have to maintain. So yeah, so basically we do these things, um, between let's say six to nine months. Uh, and yeah, this way like this.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Awesome! Thank you. <laughs> that was a, that's, that's a really good a full plan from the, from the cradle to grave. That's awesome to that you, know, you have that. handled uh nailed down so uh, i do have (laughs) follow-ups that that came out of what you said um the first one is you know um you have the the, i'm going to call it comparing the vc slash icr or whatever it is now to a dev created you know coin um, where they're just putting it out there where they're just doing a drop, right? That 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 bypassed the whole entire need for being public, right? What do you see as the pros and cons of that dev created approach versus how you uh manage the ICO or VC process?
2: Mm-hmm. An ICO
1: versus VC process, or what do you mean exactly? The no, versus the dev create where the devs just create a coin and do a drop. Uh-huh. Where they, okay, bypass okay. The yeah. Pro- yeah. they bypass the whole entire, bypass the whole process. Um, what do you see is, yeah, your successes. I think in... There, there, there are
2: two two ways. Uh, one thing is that now that people just make coin and just put it there and like leave it, see what happens. Um, and then the other thing is that when they create something, uh, they don't have to do marketing. They don't have to do nothing. You just maybe like you make a page, but you go very technical. And if your technical is very strong and people understand that, okay, technically this is actually a legitimate project, then it's maybe okay. You know, and then at some point you get money and then you start like explaining better, you know, and visuals and everything, but there are projects. I think like, for example, um, I don't remember the name, but I, I remember there were projects like they didn't have any marketing, nothing. And if you go to their website, it was just like, you know, very simple, super technical, no visuals, nothing, but the technical was so strong and makes sense that um people just buy uh, but when you go to the website and you read you understand but this this is good or not like you get it and if you have technical background you also understand uh, but then again like some people they don't understand and then they just try it, then it's not so good but um um i mean even even for example i i know the many projects even i checked like a month ago like i always check they you know on coin market cap um there are many projects like the ones which you go to CoinMarketCap and then you see like recently listed, now recently listed or something. Yeah. Something like that, or like recent projects. And then you go to the sites and like the way how they do it is like, they have very like average looking sites with very limited graphics and then just like a coin. And then basically like there's a link on some pancake swap, but then there's not even the link is not working because of course there's no liquidity because it didn't bring any capital inside. And then they have the explanation. Like, you go to Metamask, you find the token, you add it, then you convert from the Metamask to your token from, like, through Binance Coin or something. Uh, Like, they have all these processes for the easy conversion. conversion, um, So they don't have to spend money for liquidity. Uh, But then these projects, they're, like, super risky and, like, you know, like, better not touch. Unless, like, I don't know, you have some insider information or something. But, um, yeah, I think um, the success rate between uh, just dropping the projects and uh, you know preparing everything, I think is very low. Um, because people are dropping like hundreds of projects every day and none of them are actually getting somewhere, you know. Um, so yeah,
1: so that's where the role of the influencer comes in. Um, and from where I'm sitting, there's been less of a there's been less of an uh, credibility placed on the influencer than there has placed on the community ambassador, right? So some of uh-huh. the strongest projects have a strong, like, community community ambassador. What do you see as a success uh, levels based on, you know, the community, the role involvement in the community versus- New Yeah. Community?
2: The community, okay, has been uh, manipulated a bit big time, I think, in the current markets, because now they make very advanced, you know, bots and everything um i know so many projects personally like my friends are doing uh like even non-friends like it's very easy to detect and especially in nft you know uh, okay in the crypto you have the telegram in nft you have the discord some cryptos have discord um you have these influencers on instagram some influencers are okay some are complete scam meaning that they just buy followers and the account is big but it's actually not big because there's like fake followers and um now nowadays uh you know uh even like you know my close friend he made he made an nft um and um he bought like i don't know what kind of package he bought but he bought like really really advanced bot like they actually talk but actually if you join the chat and you start talking yourself they're just gonna ignore your message like whatever you say because they don't understand that this like you know and there are no no real no um no real people but the bots they are just talking all the time and like you, it looks like okay super active community but there's actually no community whatsoever and then the same guy the same my friend he go to instagram he buy uh this influencer whatever history uh the story posts and uh, regular posts uh to promote his token and uh Then when I did the analysis, okay, what account he's actually buying, it was like, uh, it was a verified account, but it was fake account in a way that the followers, like, all bought. The comments on that account, they're, like, fake. It's just, like, too much, you know? And, um, yeah, so now, like, you know, people say, like, okay, like, I make a project, I make community, and this and that. Okay, question is, how do you make the community? Community making is, like, very, very hard, you know? like i think like um if you like starting a project now from zero let's say okay like you're like average business person or something uh the best way you can do is if you strategically partner with some sort of like company or some sort of organization and then this from the organization from that company the people join into chat for example best case scenario okay maybe you get a couple hundred people maximum okay but like you cannot get like big you know like that unless you're actually making something good uh so i'm and now i'm talking about very average projects okay so average projects for average projects is very difficult to make community without any boosts you know uh, uh and boosts boosts i mean like you know like some marketing stuff you know uh there are projects for example like um board api club um one of the first ones um it's visually visually attractive and it's interesting. It was one of the first unique ones. So of course, there was something original now, a lot of copies, um, not so much original, and the community is actually dropping. Of course, if you go to Discord and some random nft, I'm sure there's gonna be you know ten thousand people, ten thousand members like with three thousand online, but this adopt they're like real people, you know, a lot of bots you know people just try to make numbers. they try to you know impress for like five minutes. And they try to sell within these five minutes but like for the long term there's no go you know so the community like for example even we like we try to make some projects of our own within within our company this year like we're doing some nft projects and we're thinking about the community strategy and it's actually difficult because like uh, we like we have to actually spend money like a lot to get this you know and in the uh, board APR club uh on their website uh they they had this you know uh mention that they spent like one hundred thousand usd on like uh marketing or something um I don't know true or not but I believe they did spend something on marketing through influencers because um influencers are expensive like the good ones the real ones they are expensive and um you actually have to spend and if you just make a project with like one thousand USD budget and you have a community of ten thousand, like something those ten thousand are complete bots. it's not real, and you cannot make a community with one thousand usD. It's impossible unless you actually are like so big in business that you just have like huge connections that you just like connect to some huge organization, and this organization' gonna drop you like ten thousand people like to your chats. but this is like very difficult also because like it's like I'm making an app, I need you know 100 users to you know succeed my MVP to get v c. money you know, and even to get those one hundred users difficult, so it's like you know um. Yeah, it's like long to- long conversation, but um, <clears throat> the community is um is a problem, and many people who don't understand this, they fall and then they buy and then they cry after that that they got scammed. So you know,
1: yeah, I've seen that, <laughs> I've seen that unfortunately. But yeah, thank you. I didn't know it was so intricate with the bots. So thank you for telling me that. Um, I have one other comparison follow up here, and um, I should too. But you know. In the US where I am, it's very different going public. You know, we have the reg A, we have the reg A plus, we have the reg C, reg D, XYZ, whatever reg there is to create, there's a reg. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. and it makes it makes raising in crypto really difficult. You know, um, what do you see as the benefits of an overseas company, you know, versus the US? Um, and is isn't it, isn't it true that, you know, The u.s is the only market that's really relevant or um how do you see that okay um before crypto i thought that
2: this is a cool market you know everything um now after crypto maybe i got older or something but uh us is very regulated market you know and um i think that in general like even when we are doing trade business in like these COVID items you know we face some difficulties with us customs and us clients because we do asia u.s trade sometimes china u.s trade a lot of regulation and it's like and then when we are looking inside the us okay we had many cases with many different things when things didn't work out because of law or something and um it's like it's not good for business you know and maybe not so good for like open openness being open like you know or welcoming in the us this this problem which is like you know like people can sue each other very easily over like basically nothing uh so it's also not so good i think um like companies sue each other over like literally um you didn't put a you know you didn't put a stamp on my box now i'm gonna sue you for like two million usd you know makes no sense whatsoever, but it's allowed there. So this I think is a problem. Uh, we did not touch US in terms of like being incorporated in the US until until this year, we actually opened a branch from our Dubai company in the US uh, for the medical trade. Um, so we'll see what's gonna happen there. But um, now in terms of the crypto, I think that, yeah, like when people are doing that, they're not people, like companies, you know, they're doing these um, um, ICOs, you know, and whatever things they're doing, uh, there is always some sort of like a limit saying that we are not accepting U.S. investors because we don't have license in the U.S. or like they're not regulated in the U.S. And uh, technically, I mean, I think even if you're in the U.S., you can find the ways how to invest still. Like people not report. Like I think maybe like just like small percentage of all people who actually own crypto they report like to government or something many people don't report and the same with china like uh for example they're like companies like let's say clients uh they're like you know raising capital or something and then we always offer them to advertise in china because we have all the chinese media but they say china is regulated not allowed this and that well technically in terms of publishing crypto content on media we can uh and but then the clients saying like okay like even if you publish the you know the content media people can't uh, invest because they're regulated and stuff but people do find ways first of all china has so much cash people have so much cash in china uh and like people also have crypto in china okay because crypto like you, you can have uncustodial uncustodian wallets people can like, transfer you know without trace nothing you know um i mean you can use Meta, Meta, metamask like or whatever you know it's like nothing so i mean and between people for like p2p you can easily buy through cash or like whatever you know so some companies clients like over exaggerate you know that okay there's china you cannot have chinese investors of course you can and like huge amount of chinese, chinese investors they invest into this and the same is with the us people they find ways and they invest so in terms of like raising capital globally um i think it's all possible in terms of qic and offshore that's another thing now for example Binance they talk with Dubai I think I just had a meeting today with um, Bloomberg director from Middle East and uh, we discussed and I think Binance moving headquarters to Dubai or something or they're definitely opening some sort of operation in Dubai but I'm not sure about the headquarters but um, yeah so um, I don't know what kind of regulation they're gonna put here but um, I think the biggest problem for companies is QIC because when they are in specific jurisdiction, especially the the one where they have like third uh, third uh, party where they manage third party funds. Like, if you have a company and you your company is managing your clients' funds, you need to have specific license, and this license comes from specific jurisdictions. You can have this license from like uh, you know average jurisdictions, some offshore, but it's not going to be so powerful, and you may have some banking problems because banks are like gonna give you too much headache. So if you're gonna go a bit in a better country uh, to get this license, you need to follow protocol of QAC. So whatever money you get, you need to put a form and then the client puts the form and then you show it to your bank or like whatever, you know? So uh, this QAC thing, sometimes complicated for people, but you know, uh, what I learned in the last, I don't know how many years, is that whatever you do, you can always go around and uh you can make it professional you know so technically um i think it's like a bit mess messy with all these regulations and everything and people crying a lot but uh the ones who see the project potential regardless of whichever jurisdiction deliver whatever they find a way how to invest it does not matter um yeah they find a way all, all the time uh yeah so on general picture um yeah there's the regulation and even if you're shore, it's gonna touch you i think but uh if you're raising capital then you should not limit yourself to like like okay we're not gonna advertise in the us like you should still advertise in the us because there's still audience there and even for example those us people who let's say have money and they want to put into crypto it's a very high chance that they have also another passport So even if you advertise in the U.S. and they live in the U.S., but if they have another passport, they still can invest. So
1: there are different ways, you know. Got it. Thank you. Um, There are some other areas that we didn't touch on that I'm going to probably have you back another time to talk about. Um, It's been a great conversation, and um, I'm honored that you came on to the podcast, And it was great to catch up. And I have one last question for you, Um, and it's this. Um, how can people find out more information about you about what you do about the, uh, your consulting group? How can they get in touch with you? How can they do that?
2: um well, i I'll send you a description and you can put it under the under the description of like this podcast. We'll <laughs> if, do that. if that works,
1: yep, awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Good. thanks, Jamil.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter.